Hey everybody and welcome back to the Side Quest Podcast. This is BJ. I'm Luke. And uh, today's going to be more of a chill episode. We got a couple little bit of news stories there. Um, but, and then we also just want to talk about the new consoles are about six months into their lifespan now. Um, we want to talk about all the games that we played on them. Uh, our current feelings. Uh, you know, just all that good stuff. But uh, before that, Luke, what have you been playing? So, um, I have been going through the Halo games. I think I said that last week, but I've also been playing through just kind of a lot, a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. I've gone back, you know, I played Halo. I, I bought Control. I'm actually going to give that game a chance because beforehand I like started it and was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It looks interesting to me, but I've never like had such a drive to pick it up. Well, so like I love Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of why I wanted to replay it. Because if, if I can dig... Because everybody that I talk to who has played Control pretty much likes it. Like, they think it's pretty good with just a little bit of problems here and there. Yeah. But, again, it's a it was a, you know, third-party created game on a limited budget. So, versus Alan Wake, which had Microsoft's money. Yeah. So. But, uh... They also had Iceman. That's Quantum Break. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, which the, the, I I will say I I think Wonder Break's pretty cool as an experience, as a video game because then you have to sit there and watch these live action, like episodes mm-hmm. and then play the game in between that. It's it's kind of annoying. That's weird as hell. But at the same time, the story they they give you is actually really solid. Mm-hmm. Like I I think it's a good, you should try it out yourself type game. Like play it at least once, and then if you never go back, it's fine. But it's something I recommend at least once. But yeah. I enjoyed it. But yeah, so far Control is pretty good. Um, I played a little bit of Wasteland Three. Um, selling BJ before the podcast, but I just got this little controller thing for my phone. It's called a Backbone. It's called a definitely not a Switch Joy-Con. <laughs> well, they're not because they're connected already. That's right, I guess. It's it's the thing, but it's the thing to put your Joy-Cons on. Um, so Xbox put out the. The cloud gaming beta for iPhones only through the web browser. Mm-hmm. So they still don't have an app yet, and I, I won't be surprised if they don't have one for a while. Yeah, because uh, I think they're gonna try to get past all of that Apple stuff, and if they can, they will. But I I don't know. We'll see what happens to that. But so far, it's pretty solid. Obviously, I don't have good internet out here, so you know. It, it, it was a little glitchy, but for the most part, ran pretty well for what I consider my crappy internet. Hell yeah. So it makes me excited. I'm going to take this to, to work tomorrow and like test it out there, see if like, oh, is this going to work with Moe's Wi-Fi? <laughs> and then like what other, can like can it work for like my, my wireless service or does it have to be for Wi-Fi? Right. So I want to I test it out and I'll come back to that uh, and give you guys the, the good okay thing for that um other than that I I played so I beat the first Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. I think I said that a while back but I, I beat that and uh I'm excited to get to Rift Apart I just don't want to pay $70 for it yeah I dude okay Game Pass and we're gonna get into this heavy when we talk about these but Game Pass has ruined me for buying games mm-hmm. like I am absolutely waiting for sales a lot more but I'm also buying a lot more DLC than I would have. So, like, because I, I just downloaded a game, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll buy this, this you know, cosmetic thingy here. 
yeah, fuck it. I'll buy the expansions now. Why not? Like, yeah. I'm doing that a lot more. So I'm spending. I feel like I'm spending way more. But I I'm, think I'm getting these bigger games. Just you have to there. think of it as like a game to game basis. Like if you're buying something like Fallout 4 and you get it on Game Pass and then you want that expansion pass, it's like 30 bucks maybe. You're getting a lot of extra content and you're not paying as much as you would have for the game if it was new in most cases. So I think it's a win. It's a it's a win-win in most situations, but if it's like, you know, Rainbow Six where it's like, okay, you got all these skins, all these operators loot boxes you can just keep spending 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 you know then it can be a detriment but for most things i think it's okay um <clears throat> yeah i for things i mean obviously as much as i love the forza series mm-hmm. holy shit they are microtransactions to hell yeah granted you can still play the game without really touching them but it's still just like oh my gosh yeah and then, uh, did you see the pre-orders for 5? No, I haven't. So, you, there's multiple editions. You have the regular, $60, mm-hmm. the, the deluxe or whatever for like 70 or whatever, and then the, the or no, yeah, 70 I think, or 80 60 80, yeah, $80. And then you have the premium, which is $100. Mm-hmm. Now, if you buy the premium edition, you get to play like a week early. Now, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can just download the game, you can just buy the premium upgrade, which is only like $45. And so you're paying half the price to get all the content if you have Game Pass. And you still get to play it a week early because you bought the premium bundle, not the full game. It's not and, bad. And I'm like, man, like that's still cheaper than the base game. Yeah. Like, And that's what's getting me about that. On one hand, it's like, man, I hate that you know there's a $100 edition of Forza 5. Mm-hmm. But uh, but another reason is, well, damn. I mean, I I still can get all that and pay less money than what the person who buys that would. Yeah, definitely. But um, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I uh, I've been collecting the Fast and Furious movies, even though I have all of them digitally. <laughs> I want that Blu-ray collection, you know? Right. Uh, so yeah, I guess speaking of that, we're gonna be doing that soon. Yeah, we're gonna Godzilla versus Kong it. Yeah, so we're we're and I my what I want to do is I want to watch all of them, not at, well, not at once, <laughs> not in one one sitting. We watch the first one, wait a couple bit like we, we go through the first three right, uh-huh. one two in Tokyo Drift, take a break, and we you know do our regular podcast, add some other stuff. Okay, now we go back and do four five and six, the Justin Lin trilogy. Then we go okay, let's take a break for a minute, and just, just pause. Okay, now we're gonna do seven eight and Hobbs and Shaw, because by that time the nine will probably be on Blu-ray. Yeah. So we, we split them up, and then once we do those, then we're going to do Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'll get really lit for Tokyo Drift. That one's my favorite. I think my favorite, uh, and again, I, I, I watched all these in like a week, mm-hmm. the first time I watched them all. I think my, I really think my favorite is probably six. Huh. Because that one has all of the like, it's got the whole family together. Right. right? And it's the first one that leads into Tokyo Drift. Because remember, Tokyo Drift is oh, like right. it's way like They yeah. retroactively made it a prequel or some shit. Yeah. So, yeah, everything was a prequel because Han was a cool character and they wanted to bring him back thrice. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, 6 was just cool because you had 
character. That was when they were pretty much like, we're, we're fucking outrageous now. Like, we're bringing characters back from the dead. We're gonna kill off other characters. The, the 38 foot runway of the plane. <laughs> the Rock and Vin Diesel teaming up officially. You like you got you watch it and you go, this is just great. Plus, yeah. plus Michelle Rodriguez actually is a character, and not just the dumb <laughs> character she is in the first two. Yeah, but I I'm haven't really, seen that one in a long time. I'm really excited to watch two. I haven't seen two since the first time I saw it. I'm excited to watch that one too. Yeah, because we we've been memeing the <laughs> shit out of it. <laughs> For the past, like, two weeks, every time one of us sends a text message, the other one re- replies with, uh, forget about it, cuh. I sent BJ the, the clip of, of Paul Walker saying with a complete straight face, I said, forget about it, cuh. And it had me dying, bro. It was so good. That was also your first time seeing the, uh, the very cringe Vin Diesel interview. Yeah, oh god, that was so bad. I was like so uncomfortable. <laughs> the the episode name for this one is When Did This Turn Into Beautiful World? I'll, I'll do it, yeah, when did this turn into beautiful? Yeah, sure, screw it. <laughs> Whatever, well, I'll find a way to put that in the title. Hell yeah. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, depression Simulator in real life. Um, <laughs> I heard the DLC for that's pretty lit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... Uh, pretty substantial but um yeah i haven't had much time to do anything over the past two weeks today's my first day off since uh two sundays ago so i'm pretty happy about that but today i've been playing a lot of crypt of the necrodancer um and then a little bit of fortnite here and there crypt is a great game it's a fucking great game. I, I really love it. And I love that they gave it a high, uh, Zelda spinoff. Yeah. Like, I love that Nintendo is willing now to let people touch their IPs again. Because after the Zelda Philips CDI games, they were like, <laughs> It's about fucking time. Well, we, we get Mario and Rabbid, which is a surprisingly really good strategy game. Mm-hmm. We get Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is awesome. And then Starlink is just a cool Star Fox game you can play on the Switch. Yeah. So, like, I would love to see the numbers for people that bought that. Like, how many copies sold on Switch versus everywhere else. I just say, let that dev just do a Star Fox game. I think that would be amazing. Like, just for, like it's a Switch exclusive, but Ubisoft can actually sell it because it's their, I think, their dev team. And you have them make a Star Fox game. Obviously, Nintendo is behind it and have them, you know, focus on it, but I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Fortnite and Crypt. I haven't done much for the new Battle Pass at all. Like, I don't think I've actually touched it, really. I need I need to jump in, but I'm just, I don't care. Yeah. This this one doesn't grip me as, as, the, as Goth Raven did. Yeah. So... Plus, I've just been getting into, like, I've been playing way too much Halo to, like, get back into how Fortnite's supposed to be played. Like, Halo is very much a formula. Well, Halo is, like, an arena shooter, so you, there's no iron sights down the scope. Yeah, There's that's no true. sprinting. Like, there's none of that. And so I'm playing the game, and I got, I'm now used to that. And so, like, I feel like if I jump back into Fortnite, I'll be like, wait, what? what? Why can't I do this? And I'm like, oh, right. That's how I always feel going back to uh, Revelations 2, because I like that's my number one Switch game, I think, as far as time goes, because I keep playing that raid mode. 
um, and I'll go and play another shooter and then come back to that, and it's always a really big, like, what the fuck am I doing type of thing. I'm excited for whatever they do for the th- possibly Revelations 3. I, I'm pretty sure that game is ready at this point. They're just waiting for a point where they can announce it, but uh, E3 would have been E3. Here I, we are. <laughs> I, I really do feel like what's going to happen is all these companies are going to... Like Ubisoft and Square are going to keep doing their thing. Because mm-hmm. Square's whole thing is doing like very short presentations, specifically focusing on one game. Right. Like they did 20 minute, 20, like 15 minutes of Guardians. And then they showed off Final Fantasy Origin and Life is Strange. But like they, they really only highlighted like three games. Yeah. Uh, but they were willing to go through and like... That's they wanted to. They wanted to give those games the, the attention. That if 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 they would have done a Guardians for the Xbox showcase, it just would have had a trailer. That's it. Yeah. So, I I, I think Square and Ubisoft would do well because they kind of have an established fan base for their titles. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Bandai Namco, Capcom, they're not. I, don't, I mean, well, okay. My thing with Capcom, at least they were honest and said, look, we don't have much. Like we just don't have much ready to show. So here's what we yeah. have. But, like, Bandai Namco was awful. You just, like, I'm sitting here going, like, all right, so Scarlet Nexus comes out in, like, a week, and I still don't know what that game is. And then last minute they go, okay, it's uh, Dark Pictures Anthology stream now. And I'm like, what? Why? That, like, that also seems like a really bad choice to make a whole stream about. Like, because that game is essentially a movie to watch. So, like, I feel like you get things taken away from you watching that. I mean, here's the thing. If you liked Until Dawn, you'll like these. And that's kind of the idea. Like, I'm probably going to jump into it once they're actually, like, done. Um, but I played Man of Medina. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. That one also had Iceman in it. Was it that one or was it the other one? No, it was the Man of Medina. Okay, yeah. wonder when they're going to actually give us gay Iceman in the movies. I don't know. It depends on... Who makes one next, I guess. Did you see, uh... Have you, have you seen Loki at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm really excited okay. for tomorrow's episode. I was gonna say, did you see that they pretty much low-key confirmed Loki's bye? Yeah. And I, I watched that, and, like, it's... There's a couple times in comics where when they when they announce that, and my, my gut response is, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, like... Loki's <laughs> one of them. Wonder Woman is another one, where they went, she's bisexual. I went, yeah, no shit. She's in an island where nothing but women. What'd you expect? It, it's a little different for me, though, because, like, in the comics, it's like, yeah, well, no shit. But, like, yeah. Disney made this, and I'm like, okay. My, my thing with this, and I don't want to, like, just squash your hopes, they're never going to mention in the movies. Yeah, probably those movies, not. those movies are marketed heavy towards China. Yeah. And places where, like, LGBTQ is, like, actual, you can get dead. If, if um, they do mention it again, I think it'll be a very easily dubbed over, cut out voice line. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's kind of the thing is, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to gravitate towards the Disney Plus shows because since they can be more marketed away from that, they can focus and do some really cool stuff there. I'm excited to see how Thor Love and Thunder treats Valkyrie. Yeah. And, and whether or not that's going to be like, oh, can we... Can it, can it be a quick duct tape over? Here's what they do. Every scene where Valkyrie and her supposed girlfriend are in are going to be on the very sides of the screen. So that way, when it comes out in China, they can switch it to 4-3 and just never show that. I don't know. It, my thing is, like, if they make it to where it's Lady Thor and Valkyrie, so Jane and Valkyrie, I'm, I'm 
want to be like, man, you're gonna make that the center point. Yeah. And like, good, like China's not gonna like that. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, that's not that. That's not to say it won't do great. Black Panther still did phenomenal. And yet, China hated that one too. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it is what it is. I just, for me, it's just like, man. I like. There's so many good ways to just put that in there, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a, it's a quick, simple, easy way of like just have the person flirt with the same sex in one scene. Yeah. And there you go. You don't even have to commit to having a legit romance. Just be like, hey, they are that, and but then have it go. You know what? They're kind of open, and then that's all you have to say. And there you go. The fan fiction writers go off. All the fan artists can do their thing. It's like boom. You've you've lit the fire. That makes me kind of interested in the uh, the idea of a new Asgard Disney Plus show. Because the only people you really ever get to know from Asgard are Thor, Odin, Loki. You don't really get to know the Lady Sif and the Three Warriors. Because, you know, they're just garbage characters they throw to the side in those movies. So Wait, like, They just didn't exist in that one. Well, they did, but they got killed immediately. <laughs> hey, for real? Yeah. I haven't seen Ragnarok in forever. So. When Hela comes to Asgard, um, it's I think it's two of them uh, waiting at the bridge for her, and she just kills them immediately, and then she gets to the other end of the bridge, and the last one is there, and uh, I think she has the new gatekeeper kill him, but I think they got like one line in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. It. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm not. My thing is like I've I've already just wasted enough time with Marvel. Yeah. Like I, you got me through Iron Man to Endgame, and I'm I feel like that's a good jumping off point. I'll watch the stuff, but I'm not gonna be as invested anymore. Uh, speaking of gaming and Marvel, uh, guess what the next Fortnite crew pack is? Uh, Loki. Sir, I saw that. I'm, act- I'm actually going to jump into the crew just to see it, Loki. Yeah. Like, looks really cool. Oh, you know, I, lo- I love the little trailer where he's like, he actually stabs the balloon one and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, I love that. No, I'm gonna, I'm probably going to buy that just to have the skin, but I love all the way DC better skins. Than the shitty Thor skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they didn't have a lot. Like, a lot of their skins for, um,. Like the Marvel stuff, and, th- and that was a Marvel collaboration. This one is specifically the Avengers movie yeah. collaboration, so he looks more like Tom Hiddleston. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. It looks really good, and I hope that this somehow leads into the TVA jacket being in the game. Yes, I I love the idea of Time Cop Loki. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's very like. The way I describe that show to people that haven't seen it yet is like Doctor Who meets Hannibal. Because Loki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. He's basically Will Graham. I can't think of Hannibal without thinking that picture I showed you. <laughs> the Sonic Adventure yes. pose. It's every time, anytime the word Hannibal and then boop that. It's the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah, that's a good picture. Uh, anything else? Or kind of not. Just Fortnite and Crypt. Alright, so I said let's get to some news stuff. I have a couple things pulled up, but do you have anything? Um I haven't really been able to follow much of it, so not much. Uh, I do know that Nintendo dumped a whole bunch of money into the people that remade uh, or are remaking um, 
House of the Dead, so potential remake coming soon, but that's just heavy rumor stuff. So this is a rumor that I think you'll like. Mm-hmm. Spike Chunsoft is teasing a sequel to AI The Somnium Files. Fuck yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I've never played it, but it's like a... You've told me good things about it. I, I will probably get to it. Just not a visual novel guy. It's it's hard to call that one a visual novel, because it's like right on the edge of not being one. It's more of an adventure game, like an old school adventure game. But like, it's really worth checking out. You can get the collector's edition at the Spring Hill GameStop for like 20 bucks now. Oh yeah? Yeah. I might have to go down. Yeah. It's um, worth it. I, fig- I, br- I put that in the docket because I figured you'd enjoy that. I, I did enjoy that. That's great. Help your depression simulator? <laughs> a little bit, but it's just tossing things into a big black hole at this point. Uh, so this one I, I mentioned before the podcast, but PlayStation Japan tweets an image saying both House Marquee and Bluepoint have been acquired. They then shut that down real quick to take away the Bluepoint part. Oopsie whoopsie. But House Marquee has officially been confirmed as acquired. They, they made return. So. I think they made a couple other things, but I'm not too into the PlayStation ecosystem to know. But, I mean, good for them. They return all I've heard great things about. I want to check it out. I want to go on sale. But, um, good. Sony Sony's doing their thing. We'll, we'll get into this in the the actual main topic, but Sony is continuing their thing, which is build a studio from the ground up, then buy it, Mm -hmm. versus Microsoft's throw a butt-ton of cash at the problem. Um, Let's see here. I really hope the blue point thing is true, though, because uh, they redid Shadow of the Colossus, right? speaking on mic, sorry. Uh, yeah, they did Shadow Colossus and Demon Souls, and they've done a couple other things. They did the the 360 versions of Metal Gear, mm. so they ported those to that system, and the Zone of the Enders games, I think. But, uh, you know, this is a good get, and honestly, I, I if, they, if they're gonna be the remake studio, good. Yeah, because... Like, have them just remake games. The way they did Shadow was perfect. The way they did Demon Souls. At least, some, I think it's perfect. Some people had a problem with, like, certain you know, creative decisions that like, oh, you know, it was the creative decision was better in the old game, but yeah, you know, which is fine. Um, EA teasing a Fallen Order 2 and a Dead Space revival. How are they going to tease it? They've already said they're working on it. Well, I mean, in the sense of like, it'll show up at EA Play. Oh, whenever uh, that happens. July. Okay. And, and the big thing is the Dead Space. I think that's that's something that I think needs to come back. Yeah. Like, I feel so bad for anybody working on those games because there was a fourth one. Three ended, especially I think it's DLC, ended on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, shit. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited if they bring that back and I, I wonder what that looks like nowadays because that game kind of feels like like Doom 3 or like Half-Life in its introduction where, oh, we're going to the space station. Hey, go, on, go do your thing. Oh, no, you're by yourself. Yeah. And it's like that it just becomes the survival horror game. I could see that being the flagship title for the next VR system that comes out. Ooh, yeah. Do an RE7 thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be sick. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut might be a thing. 
Um, because recently they, they, there was a rumored expansion that's coming out, mm-hmm. and it might just be a PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima with added content. That's pretty cool. I'll, Which, I'll play uh, Ghost of Tsushima DX. I I really liked that game. That is a really fun game. I think Jin Sakai is a great character. That's the thing. Sony's been doing really well with their first party lineup. That I'm I'm very excited to see where they go with it. Mm-hmm. Like what what they're coming out with this time. Yeah. We, we we just got Ratchet and Clank and Miles Morales, so I'm excited for Spider Man Two, and then like featuring Alfred Molina. I'm actually excited for that. <laughs> um. I think it's kind of most of the, the news stories that I kind of got. Um, yeah. Um, but I'd say real quick, big Fs in the chat for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me, I meant to text me you. Specifically. Um, so Dante is in Smash kind of as a me costume. That whole presentation he did was just deconfirmation station, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, Shantae, Dragonborn, and Dante. It's like, look, we know all of you wanted these three. No. And the Lloyd uh, from yeah. Tales, he was like the number one on every Japanese poll, so F to them, too. Yeah, it, it's like, man, they just sat there and went, no. I wonder what the last, because here's the problem with that, is the last character. It better be some The last character, after showing all those characters and being like, they're costumes, they have to be a god to your character for everybody to be high. It's going to be another fireman character. <laughs> or a Pokemon. Pokemon would be so much worse than a fireman character at this point. Well, like, here's my thing. Everybody got mad at Byleth, but that, that turned right around when they played as Byleth. Mm-hmm. And then people went, oh shit, this kind of plays pretty interesting. And like, my thing with, with, the thing with what we've gotten, right, the new guy, yeah. from Tekken, so it's like, okay, now we got Fatal Frame, Tekken, Street Fighter. Why? Like, I get it. Like, I, Tekken's a, it's a, it's a renowned series, people really love it, I get that. Bruh. I, I was a little upset with that, with that fighter. Yeah. See, if, if I was in charge, and if I knew anything about anything, I would have gone with a Soul Calibur character over Tekken. Geralt? No, not Geralt. But he on the cover of the box. But like, there's so many differing and interesting weapons in Soul Calibur that like it would have been a character unlike anything else, even if it did have a traditional fighting moveset. Like, Jin just feels like, you know, okay. I mean... Obviously, when it comes down to it, these are all Sakurai's picks. So we're, we're getting Sakurai's, like, love of gaming, not yeah, ours. That's true. So I wonder what the last character will be. It's got to be hype and shit. What if that one is Sora? I might actually, like, not play Smash. <laughs> what? Look, I'm cool with Sora being in the game. Fuck Sora, bro. <laughs> Get Roxas in there. But can you imagine that trailer? Like, my friends are my power. <laughs> he unlocks Kingdom Hearts, and you see uh, DDD turn into a heartless. <laughs> they gotta put Rex and Sora in the same trailer. 
Bro, I love like I love that people were like wanted Rex in there mm-hmm. so bad and, and then Sakura went, Yes, but no. <laughs> I mean that's that's fine with me. I wanted Pyra and Mithra more than virtually anybody else yeah. in the game. I, I like what they did with it too, is the switcher. Is it's actually a switch character like Sheik used to be. Yeah. So I like that we kinda have that back. So um Yeah. I don't know. Rip Dante. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I still want Crash Bandicoot in the game. Because I feel like that becomes... You now have, the play, you, you have a PlayStation mm-hmm. platformer mascot. So you get Mario, Banjo, and, and Crash. Yeah. So, and like to me, it's like... My, Banjo, well, sure, Nintendo is a Microsoft-owned IP now. So that's Microsoft's in. Could you imagine if they just said, Fuck it, here's Master Chief. If that's what they end on. I would actually be pretty hype about that. I, I would lose my mind, especially after playing Halo. I have a new appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. I would lose my shit, bro. Um, have you made it through the first game yet? Yeah, I beat, I beat the first one. I'm, I'm like, I just got to the point in two where you meet the grave mind or the weird tentacle thing. Mm-hmm. And I just did the Master Chief mission, and I'm now starting the Arbiter mission after that. That soundtrack in that first game almost completely unrivaled to this day oh yeah well so halo 1 is is honestly solid yeah like as as a game it holds up really well yes it's it's story is a stupid sci-fi generic thing but the flood is a really interesting like oh shit twist Mm -hmm. um cortana is a really cool character master chief says just enough um i like i like i like it in two he's given more but yeah like they they've done a good job also keith david is the arbiter yeah, great. That was amazing. Great choice. But yeah, no, Halo's great, and I I remember three or four. I've never played five, mm-hmm. so that I'm actually excited to see how much of a train wreck that is. So, but uh, yeah, no, Halo, Halo's good, and yeah, if Master Master Chief shows up, that'd be really cool. That would be really cool, cause like the problem is that man has too many guns to use. That's true, but like I feel like Sakurai could figure out a way to incorporate all of them. We'll see, he probably just have all... Well, he could find a way to just do... Oh, he has all the Covenant guns. Yeah. So he doesn't have, like, the real battle rifle. Mm-hmm. Get that needler in there. Oh, of course. And the energy sword. Yeah. yeah. Energy sword's a must. Uh, what would his final smash? I think he would just, like, do burnouts on people's faces with a warthog or something. He, he zooms in with a banshee. <laughs> He jumps out, suicide bombs it, but jumps out the last second. That'd be pretty dumb. Oh, dude, I want, I, I would lose, because you know how they'd introduce him to Smash? Is you'd hear that, da, 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 Yeah. And you'd be sitting there going, oh, shit. <laughs> It'd be such a cooler intro. But that's why I bring that up, is like, Jin got 40 tracks with his DLC. Yeah. The Halo music in Smash would be so hype. Bro, we, we might get Breaking Benjamin in Smash. <laughs> Which song did they put in Halo? Blow Me Away. Oh. And it, it's it's a really bad song, but man, does it not... Like, I switched back to the old graphics for that level just so I could hear Breaking Benjamin in the background while I killed Covenant bitches. <laughs> it was awesome. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's good on the news. There's really not much, because I think we're everybody's kind of like... E3 come down. E3 come down. We still have PlayStation and uh, EA. Um, I'm excited for PlayStation because I feel like we're going to get news on 16. Yeah. So I'm hoping they actually have like a trailer and then a hopefully release window of like, here it's coming at this point. 
Um, and we might see some FF7 remake too, but I feel like 16 is going to come out before that. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid um, bet there. But what I'm really hoping for out of that whole thing is just a release window for Horizon because I don't want it to be Zelda time. I, dude, if it gets 2022, dude, I'm going to laugh my ass off. I, I think, I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off, dude. I think it's almost a guarantee that it'll be 2022, but, like, seeing that they both just have the year is going to give me so much anxiety. Bro, <laughs> it's going to be so funny to me, because, like, Horizon can come out first. It come out in January 2022, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, people love it, and Zelda comes out in June, and people will be like, Horizon, what now? Yeah. Be like the, the the tiny meat gang. Sugar, what, bro? <laughs> Speaking of sugar, our old buddy Scott, uh, somebody poured sugar in his gas tank at work. Why? <laughs> Who fucking knows? Everything good? Like, did it fuck up his shit or just. I mean, it's sugar in the gas tank. I'm yeah. sure it fucked him up a little bit. Yeah. Why? Well, somebody just like. <laughs> I mean, He's got a gallon of pixie sticks. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. But uh, you know, go support the boy Bowser Pew Pew. He screams, he screams and streams. On he Facebook. screams while he streams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a good time. Go check him out. He, you know, sugar in the gas tank, not fun. Go yeah. give the boy some views. Go give him some donos. So we can figure that shit out. Yeah. Um. All right. So main topic today is Xbox and PlayStation and kind of where they are kind of six-ish months from release mm-hmm. uh, close enough so like a half a year and also kind of where we think their future is going because I think that's really interesting to me more so uh, but you'll have more I guess to say about PlayStation because you have it I, I've got a Series X so which will be cool but what do you think so far of of what next gen is so I hate that people are still calling it next gen but like it still kind of applies because all the big things are either coming out for PS4 or PS4 and PS5 on that side and uh, you know that that kind of irks me especially since so many people are having such a hard time finding it there's not really a huge reason to buy it right now Um, even like if you were having a 500 gig original PS4 thinking oh if I buy this it'll look a little bit better and I'll have more storage you're not going to have that much more storage you can have maybe one more game on there yeah I it's annoying I think we talked about this last week but like I'm able to have 100 plus games on my Xbox yeah versus I can barely fit 6 on my PS5 yeah it's basically turned into that old meme where it's like gee Bill your mom let you have two wieners that's how I feel looking at that Series X right there yeah I mean it's a and that's kind of my thing is like I so I started this gen with the PS5 and I love it don't get me wrong I have the, the headset the dual sense. I think it's a solid console just fucking use it like that's my thing is i don't like and this may sound mean but like bro i don't give a shit about the ps4 users yeah like that's kind of my problem is you put out a system fucking own it like put out like and that's my thing they have demon souls which we'll get into all that but they do have some like returnal demon souls these games are obviously really good and can only be done on that hardware at least i'm assuming Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and then Ratchet and Clank. So, like, they have exclusive content, but, like, Miles Morales is on PS4, Sackboy is on PS4, God of War is going to be on PS4, Horizon is going to be on PS4, Gran Turismo 7 is getting a PS4 version now, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's, like, yeah, I'm, like, sitting here going, bro, like, I don't own, I think I own one of the PS5 exclusives. Yep. That's Demon Souls. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, it feels to me like I would have been completely fine waiting a whole more year to get this console because, you know, there's there's just that handful of exclusives. Everything that was already planned to be a big blockbuster is just coming out for PS4. Like, look at Nier. There's not even a PS5 version of that. So, like... I would have been completely fine waiting another year for it, and I think they're going to have a soft relaunch as soon as, like, that that presentation comes out and then the next big game comes. I think it's going to be a big, like, push for the five I think, right now. I think Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be exclusive because it's third-party. Yeah. Um, I think, And that's the thing, is I think you're going to see a lot of third-party exclusives. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then, like, hey, guess what? Deathloop. Yeah. From Arcane is going to be, apparently, that might be strictly exclusive. Like, I don't think that might not come to Xbox at all. Interesting. So that might have been a full exclusivity deal where it's Ghostwire is timed. We don't know yet. But Deathloop looks really cool. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing that. But yeah, like, there's not much. Like, I, I low-key, when they said God of War is going to be a PS4, I was like, why the fuck did I buy a PS5 then? I'm sure I'm, a lot of people thought I'm that. I'm going to be real with you. That was the reason I bought a PS5 is because I loved the first God of War. Or mm-hmm. 2014. 18's God of War but I mean I'm fuck dude Ragnarok is gonna be like oh it's gonna be next gen as shit there's gonna be no loading screens none of this bullshit and then now it's like nah it's it's on PS4 as well I mean I'm in the same boat I pretty much bought mine as early as I did because I was like okay Horizon is gonna be very close to launch and I'm not gonna be able to find one of these let me get it early as hell and then you know here we are all these games keep getting pushed keep coming out on the PS4 (laughs) My, my problem, too, is that they are holding off telling you it's on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, Miles Morales, we didn't, I didn't know it was a PS4 game until they later said it, like, a month before release. Yep. So when they announced that game, they announced it was PS5. When they announced all these games, they announced it was PS5 games. And now they're going, oh, it's also going to PS4. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're a PS4 version, too. You know, we, we don't want to get rid of those 100 million people. And I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, give me a reason to buy your damn console. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Demon Souls is not a system seller. I mean, you could argue that, well, people bought it for Demon Souls. People bought it for God of War and Horizon and Spider-Man. I'm sure there is a small market because I know there are people that just play from software games that would have bought it exclusively for Demon Souls, but that's a very small market. It's like, look, people bought this this console because they're fans of Sony, mm-hmm. and so they were like, oh, I'm going to be able to play the next Naughty Dog game, the next Sucker Punch, the next Insomniac game, and right now it's like, well, I'm not going to see those games for a while. Like, sure, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yeah. But that's it. Right now, it kind of feels like I bought it for Astrobot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good tech demo, but yeah. I don't know if it's a $500 tech demo. Hey, if they wanted to spend this year making more Astrobot, I'd say go for it. I'm gonna be real, yeah. Astrobot was actually kind of solid. Um, and and also too, I I played Integrate. Yeah. So and that that was really cool. That actually shows off what the part two could be. There's like I still no, need to jump in. There's on that. like no loading screens, my dude. 
also you need to play it because yeah, there's some there's some theory crafting once you finish integrate and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a full recap on that one. We're gonna do like once you finish integrate, we're just gonna do a full FF7 podcast. So this is another thing that'll tie into this whole next gen talk. Explain to me how I get integrate with my PS4 copy of Seven Remake, and how cheap is it going to be for me? I don't know. I bought a PS5 version. There, so, there's. So if, is there an upgrade for the? Yes, if you have now, not if you use the PlayStation Plus version. Okay, well so, I have a disc. Yes, yeah, so the disc one, you should be able to put it in, and it. Sh- I think there should. I, I I don't know how they fucking do it. I think you just go to the side and say and it'll say PS5. Mm-hmm. You should be able to just download that. You will have to pay twenty bucks for Integrate. Okay. So you will still have to pay for Integrate. That's not free. That's that's fine with me because I was worried about having to pay for an upgrade and then pay for Integrate. No, the the upgrade is free. You can carry your save data as well. Okay, that's and, that's big. And um, which if you moved it over. So I didn't, so I had to start over, but I didn't care. I'll play that game again over again. It took me like 27 hours, but I did it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Integrade Integrade shows me that like what 2 can be because there's like no loading screens. The combat is fluid as shit. The team up attacks with Sonon are great. It makes me really excited for what you could do with like Cloud and Tifa and Barrett and all them teaming up. Mm. Um... <clears throat> I'm just excited. Plus, a lot of the like lore implications they gave to this was really cool. So I'm really excited for part two now. Yeah, as soon as I get the money, I'll get in that uh, the integrate train, and we'll we'll have a podcast talking about that exclusively. But um, on on the Xbox side of things, Xbox seems to be firing on all cylinders. At least, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like they are they are setting up the board, but we still don't know whether or not they're gonna hit that checkmate yet. Yeah. Like, but they have the board set up, and that's that's I think why I'm more excited about Xbox is because there is more opportunity for growth. Yeah. Like PlayStation, I feel like can't really grow farther. Like I know what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I know what kind of what to expect from them. Whereas Microsoft is coming in, going, "Hey, we have all this shit, and there's a lot of variety." Like we didn't even see Hellblade. The, the thing, which I, by the way, Hellblade, I found out, is using Unreal Engine 5. Oh, shit. And that's why it's taking so fucking long. Also, their combat animators, like the people who animate, took combat training. Wow. To, to, to figure that shit out. So they are going hard in this game, so I'm really excited for Hellblade 2. See, I, I remember thinking, oh, where's Hellblade? Watching that presentation and still not being disappointed because they just had such a wealth of stuff. And that, that's kind of my thing is that Microsoft, and it's ironic, Microsoft is the one who's pulling out new exclusives mm-hmm. for their system. And still, by a technicality, being backwards compatible. Because you can stream those new ones on your fucking Xbox One. Yeah. So, like, it's like, oh, shit. So, if you have a decent enough connection, you can still play the new gen shit. And, like, that to me is so fucking, like, Xbox is really going for, hey, yo, what, what's the consumer want? Mm-hmm. Do you not want to buy a Series X? We don't fucking care. Just get Game Pass and you can stream this shit. Yeah. Hey, you bought a Series X? Awesome. Here's all this new gen shit. It's going to run perfectly 4K60 on your shit. That's another thing I wanted to talk about because I feel like 
the Xbox just on a hardware side is way better than the 5. The 5 is faster, at least the SSD is faster. Mm-hmm. But from what I can tell, I yeah, I feel like it's more stable on the Series X. And again, that's I haven't played my 5 in like a few weeks, but playing certain games I'm able to kind of see like like case in point I've you know Devil May Cry 5 runs more stable on Series X for me mm-hmm. than on the PS5 now I, that could be just a me thing but that's my experience yeah so and and it's like it's barely noticeable like I'm not sitting here saying oh it dips down to 30 if I can't believe. no it's like it's it's 4k 60 and it's like 4k 55 like it's not bad but it's like you can kind of notice a slight oh, that kind of ticked a bit you yeah. know what I mean like so yeah I th- I think in general just like the Xbox seems more powerful and I think they, they touted it as being the most powerful console mm-hmm. um but I'm more excited just to see what, what, what how these games run like I'm excited for Starfield because one of the reasons why Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 haven't been sooner was because they were like, we don't have the tech for it yet. Yeah. Like, the Xbox One and PS4 don't have what we want. Mm-hmm. So it makes me really excited that all oh, the Series X and the PS5 have what they want. So they're going to put out some, some shit. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, is Starfield going to be a fucking bigger Skyrim with newer animations and cooler shit? Cool. Gimme. So... But yeah, there, there's a lot with Xbox that, and this is kind of where I wanted to get with like the future part. Xbox is pushing a lot more for exclusivity stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously we see Starfield and the new Redfall game. And a lot of people still say, well, Elder Scrolls 6 probably will come to PlayStation 2. Like, Doom might still. And I'm like, yeah, but Hellblade was on everything. Yeah. And the sequel is not coming to everything. Outer Worlds is on the Switch, my dude. And it, it sure is. And it's not coming, to the, and the sequel's not coming to Switch. Like, that's kind of my thing, is I'm like, look, I, they are, they are building their exclusive lineup, and that's the thing is, sure, they might not have a Last of Us or a God of War Horizon, but fuck you, people will buy Starfield. Yeah. Like, when, when they announce Elder Scrolls Six. That is going to be a fucking monumentous occasion that people will go, oh shit. And by that point, they'll have the smart TV apps. They'll have little Xbox sticks to put in your TV. They'll have all that shit where anybody can go play Elder Scrolls 6. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play it. Like, sure, it's not going to be on your PlayStation 5, but you can probably get it anyway. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I got this stupid mobile thing. Yeah. I can play it there. So I'm, I'm really excited just to see where they're going. Especially, like, like Sea of Thieves getting a Pirates of the Caribbean, like, DLC update. Like, they have a lot of stuff that I'm like, this is cool. Like, Microsoft is willing to go out of, the, out, of the, out of their comfort zone to give you some really interesting ideas and IPs. Uh, I had a question for you, which mm. you might think about. Uh, so, they shelled out the money to get a Pirates of the Caribbean expansion for Sea of Thieves. What do you think they'll do... Like, like if they wanted to do something like that, go out and get a big name franchise to tie in with Fable. What do you think they would do? I don't know if they would, 
because I think first they need to see it'd be like Sea of Thieves like we, we're getting it Pirates now that is popular mm-hmm. I feel like we need to see Fable first yeah but if if we get to that point honestly if like it I don't know, I don't know. they're definitely gonna put like easter eggs and, sh- and shit all over that game with, like other cause now they own Skyrim yeah so like yeah I bet you'll find the Dragonborn armor in there somewhere but I don't know man there, there's just that's the thing with like Fable is we have Forza Horizon 5 first mm-hmm. which gets me excited at least from the graphics side of things yeah cause you know that game's gonna look pretty whether or not it plays well is a whole different story but that game's gonna look beautiful and then you have like Perfect Dark and Avowed like they Xbox is setting the field where it's like, if they're smart, they can have a, a first-party exclusive, like, every quarter. Yeah. And I like think, the Nintendo thing. I think that's what they want. I forget what it, Yeah, so they can straight up do, here's a big AAA exclusive. Here's four or five of them a year. Mm-hmm. And then, you already have Game Pass, so here's all the other shit you can play, too. I think we're going to start seeing that as early as, like, next year. Well, cause so, I think you're right, because I don't know if you saw the thing where someone was leaking out new Xbox shit. The, the, the expected release windows mm-hmm. for Fable and Perfect Dark and Avowed are 2023. Mm. Can you imagine, 20, like, Xbox's 2023, where it's like, by E3, it's like, hey, this game's coming out in a week, this game's coming out in three months, this game's in December. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, because it, it feels like they're really about to flip the script because, like, next year they got Redfall, potentially Halo. Uh, I, I think Halo is still this year. Especially, so Phil Spencer went on the Drop Frames podcast, the one I told you, you know, with Max Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it's it's this year, but it's coming down to just in, like, three to four weeks time difference. Mm. We just want to make sure we get that date right because it's going to suck if we go, hey, there's the date. Never mind, it's three weeks later. Yeah. yeah. So it, it they at least, again, that's what he has said, and obviously things can change. But he said it's pretty much coming out this year, for sure. They just are getting the released window within three to four weeks. And in my head, I'm wondering if they're going, when's Horizon coming out? Yeah. Is that coming out in 2021, or is that going to be pushed 2022? And then they could just say, fuck it, it's coming out whenever. Or, hey, Horizon's coming out in November, and they go, Halo's in October, <clears throat> or Halo's in December. Like they they move it away from Horizon. Because mm-hmm. as much as I as much as I love Halo, Horizon like PlayStation still has that brand recognition right now. That when people think of Halo, they're probably thinking uh, Five kind of sucked. Yeah, you know. And to be fair, the Master Chief Collection is building that repertoire back. Like they they are doing the the Battle Pass stuff it's, and all stuff. They've so. done an insane amount of work on Master Chief Collection. Did you see? Like a lot of people are, are freaking out over Halo 5's Battle Pass, but you, or Halo Infinite's Battle Pass stuff. They're already doing that in Master Chief Collection. Wow. You can go back. Like they have the seven Battle Passes they have, and you can just do any of them. You, they never go away. They're just there. That's really cool. And did you see all the people freaking out oh, on like the Apex channels and Fortnite and everybody going, "Hey, yo, do this." Yeah, like and if Fortnite did that, it would be fucking insane. Well, and so my thing is that gives me hope because it's like, damn, the game hasn't released yet, and, and Halo is now building trends again. Yeah. So and and already that multiplayer looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for this game. The fact that that multiplayer is free. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's gonna get me to like 
probably really hardcore go into it. Yeah. Because, like, man, Halo is just one of those games that, like, it feels good to play. Granted, the skill ceiling is really high because it's an arena shooter. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, there's something about getting the boys together and playing in Blood Gulch. I I, I can see that, like, a lot of people are going to be buying the, uh, the story mode because there are so many, like, Halo lore phd people out I have there three of the novels right now i see that yeah <laughs> fall of reach i didn't know that they were they were too out of order fall of reach is the first one uh point of light's like 30 and these three novels you have is like 1 18th yeah the halo novels of, and it's of the entire lore mm. yeah like no trust me there's some lore shit that i don't know about yet yeah so i'm really excited to jump in because i'm like i'm really into this right now uh let me know when you get to the book about master chief suit jerking him off you mean it doesn't jerk him off? Uh, it says it in one of the books. No, that's the thing. I, I watched the uh, the Brian or the un, the Polygon thing mm-hmm. of what's his face reading all the books, and yeah, it doesn't jack him off. That's the point. Is he's he is fertile or oh. sterile? Sorry, he is fertile. No, <laughs> no, like he he apparently Master Chief because of all the like torture and experiments and shit they did to these kids. They just are like they're pretty much asexual. So it's basically just like the red room black widow shit. Yeah. Uh. So and that's to be fair, like it's probably why Master Chief is so attached to Cortana because like he don't get humans. Yeah. It's just like hey, I don't f- fuck all y'all. But Cortana, that- Cortana can come in and like he's like oh cool, this thing kind of gets me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's kind of why that that thing is there. But can it jack him off? No stupid no like it, it can't because he just doesn't feel that half the time like he's he's been like programmed to just well, not care like i i understand that side of it but like if they put the technology in there anyway that'd be pretty sick well yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure it's i'm sure it's there in spartan suits because you look at halo reach none of those guys were emotionless assholes yeah i bet you, i bet you noble six was sitting there going oh that's how. That's why he died at the end. <laughs> the suit triggered, and he went, "Oh God!" And he got a, a sniper hit, hit him in the face because he wasn't paying attention. Oh no, it's two thirty. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm excited for that game, dude. Halo Infinite. I'm hoping is the story mode has promised too. I'm really hoping they do some good. I'm hoping I can get a Series X before then because I I'm really excited to play that multiplayer. Yeah, I mean. You'll still be able to play it, but yeah, you probably want a Series X for it. Yeah. Because I think they said like 4K 60. No, they said 120. So Damn. yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm so glad I have a Series X for that. Yeah. Same with, apparently Doom Eternal got an update, by the way, for 120. Hmm. It's making me want to go back and play it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, Xbox, like that's kind of the thing too. And obviously we can talk a bit about Nintendo if you want to, but Microsoft and Sony are in very interesting positions where Sony is business as usual. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is saying, hey, fuck it. Go nuts. Because, like, look. I didn't expect them to buy Bethesda. Yeah. No one did. And then they said, here's $7.5 billion. And you're like, excuse me, the fuck? And then... And then they're out here going, hey, so Outriders, day one game pass. Hey, MLB The Show, that used to be a PlayStation game, day one game pass. Hey, I know it's kind of a buggy mess, but drag- Dungeons and Dragons game pass like they're sitting there making sure day one like back for blood is going to be on game pass day one that pretty That's much assu- assures i'm not getting it on playstation yeah like i would have probably gotten it on my ps5 even if i didn't have the series like if i had my xbox one x i probably would have got a ps5 but then it's like i would have played on the shittier console mm-hmm. because it's just there yeah 
Like that that to me is the cool thing about Game Pass. There's a lot. There's a lot of shit coming to Game Pass, bro. And that that's that's why Xbox is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Is cause you can look at all these fucking games and go, Yo, what the fuck? Like I don't know what contraband is, but it's from it's from the just just cause devs, I think. The Avalanche devs. It's from them. And I'm like, cool, co-op open world shooter. I guess I need to see more of it, but cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Redfall, co-op open world shooter. Cool. Halo, arena shooter, Starfield, RPG, Sea of Thieves, a cooperative a sim world type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom Eternal, story well, story driven FPS, more single player FPS game. You go to things like, and granted this isn't exclusive, well not it's a time exclusive, but Stalker. That's single player trippy ass FPS game. Yeah, that looks really good. I'm very excited for Stalker. So I think that's my most hype from that tri- that press conference because I love Metro and that's just oh, more that more of that shit. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, they're they're really ramping up. And I think that's what we've talked about before, but Microsoft is offering variety. Mm-hmm. And currently, PlayStation has that variety with Returnal, then Ratchet, then Spider-Man, and then Demon Souls. It's so like, okay, they're they're pushing variety too, but the way it's being offered, it's not at the same level as Xbox, and I think that's going to be a detriment coming up. I wonder if Sony is going to do their own Game Pass. I think they've. I think they think they've already done their own Game Pass with games with gold or PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that thing. The this thing. The PlayStation Plus collection arguably has more good games than Game Pass does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the, the, the ratio there. But here's the problem for me, right? I already own all those games. Exactly. Like, and those again... Those are the games you buy consoles for. Again, PlayStation Plus collection is there for people who are not PlayStation users. That is there for you to jump in. So you get a PS5, here's all these games you can play day one. I fully get that motherfucker add more yeah like if, if you want like oh we won't we only want to have like 15 titles okay switch them out yeah like hey fuck it crash bandicoot's a multiplayer game fuck it it's off the system we're gonna throw in uh ratchet we're gonna or crash yeah we're gonna throw in Rat- the sequel to ratchet like, ratchet and crash ratchet and crash <laughs> like i don't know dude like do something because it's just sitting there yeah fucking take persona 5 out and put royal in there like honestly Booting up the PS5 feels like booting up a Vita to me. Like, it feels like there's nothing coming out. You can check the store, you can buy things, but like, you know, it's going to be better somewhere else. And it's, it's not that like, there's nothing to play, it's just that like, all the stuff that's been announced, it seems farther away than what we want. Yeah. And yeah, sure. I, I just I I want Sony to come out swinging because like I want God of War Ragnarok to be a game of the year again. I want Spider Man Two to come out. I want whatever the fuck Naughty Dogs will Last of Us Three, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like I want them to succeed. Yeah. This is for you. But I'm not as excited for those games as I am for whatever the fuck Xbox is doing. Because mm-hmm. like Xbox has built their roadmap and said here. And I'm looking at it going, yo, I have all these to look forward to, and I'm still not even close to Perfect Dark and Fable and about. Do we have a date for the state of play? I think July. It's okay. it's they're they're both EA EA play and state of play are both in July. Because I think 
that's going to be a big make or break thing for a lot of people. And I think it's going to be a good presentation. Like, don't get me wrong, but I, I really do think it's going to, there's some people are going to look at it and I feel like there's going to be a lot of 2022s. Yeah. And I think there are people, some people are going to look at it and go, oh man. And who knows? Maybe this one, they have PS4 logos everywhere now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for Final Fantasy 16. That is absolutely going to be the fuck my Xbox for a month while yeah. I play that game. But I don't know, man. I, I want... I mean, I have both consoles anyway, so I really have nothing to complain about. Yeah, that's true, so, I guess. I also need to sell that Series X, or the, the One X. It's just sitting there. Yeah. I haven't turned that one on in a minute. I need to go. I need to, I need to wipe it and then sell it. Get some big bucks for it right now. Yeah, no, I, I might sell it for two fifty to somebody. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's the future is weird, and then if you, especially when you add Nintendo to that mix, we got all these Switch Pro rumors. We got Breath of the Wild two coming out. Like they just they just announced a new Metroid game. Mm-hmm. So it's showing Nintendo's not opposed to bringing back dead franchises. Yeah, like it, it's just so hard to predict anything from Nintendo. Yeah. And I think that's why I just stopped. Yeah. Like I just wait for their, their directs and then, all right, cool. Let's see what they got. One thing I will say about Nintendo, though, is, and, you know, a lot of people have been saying this recently, it's starting to come off like the budget console, which I think is a big help to it. Seeing a game come out at 70 bucks and then, you know, turning 15 feet to the right and seeing all these $30 Switch games... Like that's got to be way more attractive to someone out there. Well, yeah, and like, and here's the, here's what sucks for me though is I haven't turned my switch on in like months because like couldn't the, be me. Well, the problem is there's just nothing on there that interests me right now. Like I'm, I'm gonna play the No More Heroes games once they come in physically, just because I want I want to. But I don't know. I just I haven't had an inkling to play my switch, and I think it's just because like I've been so like the type of like i have and this this is gonna kind of suck for for you and like for me but i have moved away from japanese games almost hardcore because i'm getting so sick of the same shit every single time like the only japanese games that i play are like resident evil devil may cry the nintendo stuff and that's it like i haven't wanted to play any of the trails of cold steel because i'm just like this looks like shit even I wanted to play like any Bandai Namco games, like all, like especially all these like anime specific. Like, Scarlet Nexus, I booted up, played about 15 minutes in, and it was like I'm bored because they, it's that anime shit where, god dang it, I'm sitting through an hour of fucking dialogue. Get me in the game. <laughs> like I'm starting to like. I feel like a lot of these games fucking waste my time. Yeah, and that that I don't I guess it's culture difference because these games do well in Japan, but like fuck, I'm like sitting here going, dude, fucking Skyrim just goes here. Yeah, what like boom, you're in a dungeon, and it's like here's how we're gonna teach you how to play the game is play the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these Japanese games go here, we're gonna give you this list of tutorials you can do, go through each one. I'm like fuck you, just let me do it. Yeah. Like, organically let me learn the game, not, here's this list. Speaking of Japanese things, did you see the, uh, the Hinokami Chronicles story trailer? The who to what, huh? The Demon Slayer game. Oh. 
I was like, the fuck? You can't just say that and expect me to know what that means. No, I, I've seen the Demon Slayer trailer yet. I'm, I hope it's good. It looks pretty good. I'm, I'm hoping that that's the new Ninja Storm. And yeah. And that it makes oh, yeah. the people making the My Hero games really step up their shit. I'm not going to pay for a My Hero product in a while, in a while till, till I see some, some fucking nines. If they come out with another collector's edition, <laughs> I'm going to have to buy it because that last one was kind of sick. Well, no, they're, like, that's the thing, is their collector's editions are cool. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's collector's edition is kind of sick. Yeah. The Jump Force collector's edition, kind of sick. Oh. The <laughs> yeah, the collector's edition was pretty sick. Wasn't worth more than I paid for the console I got it on. Well, yeah, fair, but, but, you know, like, the statue, like, all the stuff they added, that, like, it's so funny. Their fucking statue's worth more than the game. Yeah. Like, it's a really well-made statue. And I look at that statue and go, what, why didn't you do that for the game? I do love that statue. It is a cool statue, but, like, it's the same thing. Like, whatever the Demon Slayer collector's edition is going to be, I might actually get that just for a statue of my my boys. I would love to... Because it seems to me like it's going to be the first season and then probably Mugen Train. So I would really hope that it's a statue of uh, Tanjiro doing the Hinokami Kagura with, like... Nezuko, just Nezuko doing the blood demon art thing behind him when he cuts the spider boy's head off. Such a sick moment. That's my thing with, with Bleach is... Or Demon... Fuck. <laughs> well, that was my point. Demon Slayer seems to be this generation's Bleach. Yeah. Where it's like heavy Japanese influence. Mm-hmm. Like Bleach was like, look at the Soul Society and their fucking Zanpak toes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where you look at Naruto and it's like, it's just ninjas, my dude. Yeah. And then you got the One Piece, which is, here's a bunch of fucking pirates. And that's still going on. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's like the big three there. Like, you got My Hero, which is kind of taking the Naruto shtick. You got Demon Slayer, which is taking the Bleach shtick. And then Attack on Titan just exists yeah. as its own fucking thing. I, oh, I, I consider that the Death Note. The It's the super serious... Yeah. anime that like is really bloody and can be dark as fuck i could see that like so the yeah. shonen outskirts sh- yeah like death note being like what it was was like the edgy shit attack on titan is the edgy shit for for this gen and then one piece is is the one piece one this piece gen. is the one piece of the last four generations of anime did you see that somebody made a joke where they're like yo what if they end one piece and you see a trailer for one piece shippuden oh my god i would kill myself <laughs> I don't even watch... I've seen, like, 20 episodes of One Piece, but I would still kill myself, bro. I, I would legit start laughing, because it'd be like, the story's not over yet, and I'm like, oh, man, fuck off. The guy keeps saying that he's almost done with it, and then he keeps pushing back the percentage of chapters that he has He's left. almost done the same way when God said, I'm preparing a place soon, and it's like, bro, it's been a millennium. Yeah. My guy. Like, that's the same shit. It's like, oh, don't worry, I'm almost done. I'll have a few more. A few more to him is a couple hundred. Just to fully derail this into anime, I watched a theory the other day about what the One Piece actually is, and uh, in the One Piece world, you know, there's the red line that divides the two hemispheres. People are saying that the One Piece is the unification of the seas, getting rid of that red line. So I think if that's the case, maybe it'll be soon, but if it's a treasure, probably like 10 million chapters away. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, there's... You want to talk about confusing ass lore? Mm-hmm. Fucking one piece. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be fun. Anime is weird, and I'm excited to see where we go with it. Cause-
this. I'm excited for Demon Demon Slayer, and I like that it's a finished book. Yeah. Like so, we're we're gonna have an endpoint, and so I'm very excited for that. I'm excited to catch up with my hero. I want it to catch up to the manga because where they are in the manga is really interesting right now. I saw some panels recently. Shit's looking crazy. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm real excited for how anime is going. And you know what? I want anime games to get good. Yeah. Like, here's my thing. Is you're never going to put an anime game as a game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, they, anime games are B-tier games at best. Yeah. And at worst, they suck ass. Like, I love the Ultimate Ninja Storm games, but they're not S-tier, like, godlike games. They're just fun games. Yeah, definitely. Like, this Demon Slayer game is going to be good, I hope. But, like, I'm not expecting some 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 juggernaut. Yeah. I want a game to come out that has the budget of a fucking Last of Us or a Halo, but is anime. Like, Persona's the closest. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that game is just inspired. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Whereas, like, I want a fucking Naruto game that is just full on, like... The whole okay. ass story of Naruto. Yeah, fuck it. Like, make it a big ass... Like, I actually like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It still had its problems, but I was like, okay, cool. I can play through the entire Z storyline. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really fun. Um, I think they're trying to get to that point, at least with, you know, Dragon Ball, One Piece, and... Well, they, they're not doing many Naruto games now, but like... I was gonna say, One Piece World Seeker was their... Like, they tried to do an open-world RPG, and it, yeah, it kind of worked. Yeah, it was... Everybody was like, oh, it's anime Spider-Man when it was coming out. Yeah. And that that's kind of my problem is like, sure, there's going to be a lot of people who really like these anime games, but they're not much. Yeah. So I, I actually wonder, this will, I guess, bring it back to Xbox, but what do you think they're going to do for their kind of Japanese stuff? obviously they have, Xbox has Fantasy Star. And, yeah. And they're, you know, they're, they want to have a Japanese IP. So I think what they'll do is just find an existing studio with a really good track record and just dump a whole shitload of money into them and say, make us a game. But I have no idea who that could be. <laughs> I'm still, I'm really hoping though for the Persona series to go to Xbox and PC. Just, just so I can like, I don't know if you, have you seen the mods for Persona 4? No. There's some really good ones. Um, but like, just in general, I want those games to be more places because, like, Persona 5 is great. Mm-hmm. That is a game I think a lot of people need to play. Same with Persona 3 and 4. I think they're great games. The more people who play them, the better. Yeah. And, you know, you give that to an X, like, fucking Yakuza. Those games have done great on the Xbox and on the PC. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great, I think. I think you need to see more of that. So I'm excited to see where that goes. And with the way PlayStation is treating some of these Japanese devs, Maybe they just say fuck it and go to Microsoft. Some of them probably have no place to go but Microsoft at this point if it's a higher fidelity thing. Yeah, if it's higher fidelity, if it's just fuck it, it's still going to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing is I feel like a lot of those anime games work best on Nintendo. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot of like shell cell shaded graphics and stuff like that, so it's not too big of a jump to just put it on there and have it run the same. Um, anything else you want to add? Or... Uh, I just, like, I feel like I'm waiting a lot this generation just for something new to come along. Obviously, really COVID kind of fucked a lot of stuff, so very clearly, but, like, even then, yeah, 
this definitely feels more like a waiting gen. Like, this year has been the year of catch up on shit you haven't played before. Mm-hmm. Next year feels like there's going to be more to come out and more things to go. And then 2023 is going to be back to the normal shit. But by that point, I think both Microsoft and Sony will be full, swing, full steam ahead. And we're going to really see what these two companies can do on the opposite sides of where they are. Sony believing in these generations generations and then Microsoft saying fuck it play where you want as long as it's in our ecosystem I think 2023 we're gonna see the PS5 slim yeah honestly it's gonna be fucking cheaper too oh, I'm gonna be so pissed I, I I mean I get it that's kind of what you get for buying a day one is you kind of are buying into that more expensive shit. That's true, but, but like, at the same time, it's like, dude, I, I I'm not gonna upgrade my Series X unless you tell you give me a, a beefier console that's way more powerful. Yeah, I don't think you can slim that bitch down. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do with that right now. But like with the PS5, on the other hand, it feels like I bought this console, don't have anything to play on it, and then when the games start coming out, they're like, all right, here's the definitive way to do it, and we made the disc drive the right way around. Did I did I ever tell you what I was using my PS4 for at the end of, at the end of its lifespan? No, I, I just plugged my iPhone charger to it and was using it there. <laughs> and I hate to say it, that's been what my PS5 has been the past three weeks. I used... I plug I plug my iPhone cable in there and then just turn my Xbox on and play whatever's on there. But even then, when you had the PS4, you could still use it as a TV screensaver because the themes were sick. Oh yeah, you can't even do that now. Yeah, I I miss the themes, bro, dude. I had the Beneath the Mask Persona 5 theme. That shit was beautiful. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Just port the PS4 UI to the PS5. I mean, and that's another thing with Xbox is, fuck, like, their UI is the same. Yeah. I jumped in and knew exactly where everything was. I didn't have to relearn anything. And yeah, it takes some of that, oh shit, the new hotness away. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't fucking care. All my shit's in the square it was before. I don't have to relearn a new system. And you know what they added that PlayStation took away? Dynamic backgrounds. That's great. Like, I have a moving background. I'm going to show BJ my favorite background after the podcast. But like, it's so sick. And I'm like, man, I hope we get some really cool ones. But that's the thing with their UI. Like, they, they perfected it. And then they didn't feel a need to change it. So that's that's not a detriment to me at all. The only thing they've done is add on to it, whereas they've if, gone backwards on the other side of the river. If you want to hear a really good Xbox versus PlayStation thing, um, there is a YouTuber who I used to watch because he's, he was big into like Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. Neo GameSpark. Uh, you might have heard of him because he had like a, his most popular video was like the Kingdom Hearts three prediction video back in two thousand nine. Oh, I've probably seen yeah. that. But he, he recently, so he's been a Sony guy, and he bought an Xbox One X, and he did this whole thing of PlayStation, like, what's the difference, what does he like, dislike, mm-hmm. things like that. And then he got a PlayStation 5 and a Series X, and this man has been almost a Microsoft shill. He did the same thing I did, which was 180 the fuck out of Sony into Microsoft's lap. I think we're on the way to another PS3 360 situation. I don't think it's going to be nearly as, oh shit, like, destroying and damning as the PS3 was, but I definitely think you're going to see a lot more people go to Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And whether that's because Game Pass is a fucking great deal, or, oh shit, they got Starfield and Elder Scrolls and Doom and Halo. (laughs) Yeah. And if if Microsoft starts doing well, people are going to want to make deals with them. 
Like, Microsoft can shill out the money to go, hey, how about you do your exclusive for us? Oh, you're making a new game? Like, I would not be surprised if Microsoft gets a fucking KOTOR deal in a time exclusive. Like, the same way that Final Fantasy VII Remake is time exclusive for Sony, Microsoft goes in with KOTOR and goes, look, Nice Little Public was, a, was an Xbox game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an Xbox game for a while. I think that would be huge. I would do it if I were them. Yeah. It would be the exact thing of going, like, fine, you can take Final Fantasy VII, but we'll get Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's kind of an insane, like, huh. Granted, I think uh, I think there's their like their answer to Spider-Man's gonna be this Indiana Jones game. Yeah, because it's probably gonna be closer to when Indiana Jones comes out, and then it's like, oh shit, here's an Indiana Jones game. So I'm I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for this next gen, especially because yeah, I think you're right. I think if Microsoft can knock it out of the park, we're gonna do another 360, where Microsoft may not be now they may not be dominating this time. <coughs> But they're definitely going to be like... I think we're at least going to see a bunch of flip-floppers. Yeah. I would not be surprised with people who sit there and go, Yeah, PlayStation's got Horizon and Last of Us, but fuck, did you see what they got over here? Mm-hmm. Like, And that's the thing is, there's been a lot of people who are complaining about, Man, I, I miss co-op gaming. Fucking Microsoft is just hammering yeah, they that just, shit. They just showed you like 15 of them in that yeah, presentation. And, it, and it's like, hey, here you go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And, dude, fucking, uh, EA Play is part of Game Pass. You can yeah. play way out. I keep and forgetting about that. I guarantee you, It Takes Two is about to drop on that bitch. There's two really good co-op games. Also, by the way, I downloaded all the Dead Space games. I'm very excited to jump into those, but also very scared. Yeah. I've heard one and two are legit terrifying. Yeah, I used to hear a lot of horror stories about the first one. Yeah, but I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we're good both excited for these these consoles i think we're gonna get some good shit out of both of them like this is what's great for me is since i have both i get to see and get the benefits of both of them yeah. so these two are gonna fight each other and they're gonna breed really good shit mm-hmm. and i get to enjoy them both so like i'm i can sit here and complain and and you know praise and whatever i get both anyway yeah like i don't have a horse in the race really like i'm sure my primary console is my xbox but and BJ can attest to this. That's because I have way too many fucking games for it. Yeah. And then I got the 360 games behind these PS4 games. But that's that's another thing, though. That whole top shelf is Xbox One. That bottom shelf is half 360, half PS4, PS5. But, like, you know, that 360 half, you can just pop it in there. Yeah, like, all, I think I have one 360 game that isn't backwards compatible. And the I'm, rest of them I'm are. positive it's on the way. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think it's actually near the original. Gestalt. That's backwards compatible. Is it? Yeah, dude. I, I swear it's not. I plugged, That's, I It's got an it, upgrade too. No, no, it's not. I put it in. I put I, it I in. I swear my to you. We're gonna do this after after this podcast. I swear to no, you. No, it is not. I'm I looking it up it, right it now. It is not back. Dude, it told me no. Let us know on our Instagram which one you think it is. Yeah, because we're gonna find out after this. But you know what? All of y'all have a blessed fucking day, right? Eat your veggies, brush your teeth, do, do your do your shit. You know how it is. Stay safe out there. Don't get COVID. And as always, take it sleazy. We said forget about it, cuh. <laughs>